Yeah, some exciting stuff coming from AppUse Mobile. We really want to help users leverage the full possibility of, of what's out there for, for onboarding. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Behind the Experience, where we give you an inside look behind the top product-like experiences. Each week, you'll be hearing exciting uh, UX examples, proven strategies, and hard-earned lessons from experts. This is one of your co-hosts, Family John, and my other co-host is here, Lila. Hey, everybody. I'm super psyched to also be joined by Sam Stucklist, Senior Product Designer at AppUse. I had no idea. Senior, Sam, of course. Uh, I'm really excited you're here because we're going to be talking all about mobile experiences today, which I am, uh, frankly, admittedly, a noob, a, a, a full newbie at. So I'm really excited to get some knowledge from you. I've been learning a lot from you uh, in Slack. You've been designing some cool stuff in our internal uh, mobile channel. So how's it going, Sam? Oh, happy uh, to have I'm you here. Well. Yeah, really glad to be here uh, with, with both of you. Excited to finally be on one of these shows. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we are really excited about mobile here at AppQs. Um, it's a it's a huge uh, it's a huge new ground that we're uh, that we're taking uh, with with our product, and uh, we will finally be able to tell people, yes, it is for apps. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I know a lot about what makes a great onboarding experience for a B2B SaaS product. I could talk about that for literally hours. I do it all day <laughs> long. Um, but maybe you could talk a little bit about what makes for a great mobile onboarding experience and like uh, what you've, what some of your favorite onboard, mobile onboarding experiences like have in them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, well, the thing about B2B onboarding is, I mean, a lot of times you're using B2B software. It's because you kind of have to use it. This is the tool that your company's given you. Um, this is what we use here. You know, we use Notion. We use, um, you know, 90.io. We use lots of tools that are for businesses. With apps, it's a little bit more, you're, you're choosing to use that. There's no app on my phone that AppQs has forced me to download. <laughs> um, you know, I, I use it because it's my personal device. Um, you know, sometimes I do have some work apps on here because I, I find it handy to have access to some of that stuff on the go. But um, yeah, I think with mobile, it is a little harder to convince users that your app is worthwhile. People are uh, mindful of how much space these apps take up on their phone. Mobile memory is it's not as as big as a, as a computer. It's not, you know, a lot of the apps we use are on the web. So there's no cost to me to, to actually use it in terms of space and memory and, and all that. Um, so mobile, you really have to show the value very quickly. And I think very visually, um, that's one of the, that's one of the things that we really try to emphasize, for example, in our app queues, mobile defaults is we make the biggest element, uh, the image, the visual, because um, you need, you only have a certain amount of time to actually grab users attention and pull them in and show them the value of your app because, um, Statistically speaking, 75% of users aren't going to come back to your app after the first day. So it's so important with mobile onboarding uh, to, to quickly communicate the value. And one of the big challenges, too, is the limited screen real estate that you have on a mobile device. You can't just be filling it with walls of text. You got to uh, really draw their eye in, really draw uh, their attention to that, that value that the app has. 
it totally makes sense. I, I totally relate with the smaller real estate that you have. Uh, and I really enjoy that you, you mentioned that, you know, it has to be really visual with that. Uh, I want to bring up one of the examples that you said that you really thought uh, nailed their mobile onboarding experience. And it's uh, Adobe Lightroom. And I think right from the get-go, as, uh, as I pull this up, you know, people can see uh, people here uh, on the screen. For people who are tuning in uh, by audio, there's a screen, uh, this big image of a leaf. It says the future of photography, make the most of your photography. And you can tell that there's four other images here. And as people you know, either swipe, uh, this most amazing photos from basic to advanced editing tools, there's another really big image on this onboarding screen. And then the third photo is a pro camera with you always. And it's a picture of a dog. <laughs> Never miss a shot. And the fourth one is take your photography even further. And then there's a call to action, get started. And throughout all this, uh, the previous three options, uh, images, there's a skip button. So what makes this, why, why do you think this is great? Is there anything that you think that could be improved about it? Or why yeah. does this work? Yeah, th th I think this is like the, a textbook example of how an onboarding flow should be created. So what they do is they communicate the value of Lightroom first and foremost here. They show you, here's what you could create. And, and you know, I'm a creative, I've, I'm not, I'm a take photos sometimes in my spare time. My wife uses Lightroom on the desktop all the time. She's a photographer. Um, so when I downloaded the Lightroom app immediately, you know, I see the, these photos that I could potentially create in Lightroom. This is this gets my imagination going uh, of what I as a creative person could pull off using this tool. So it's showing you the, the superpower that it's about to give you. But the next thing it does um, a couple of slides later is if you are a Lightroom user on the web, which you know my wife is, I, I've used it on, or not on the web, on desktop. If you are a Lightroom user on a different form factor, it shows you how uh, Lightroom Mobile is different and how you can uh, pull off some of these, you know, same uh, editing tricks on a mobile device. So it's actually giving you a screenshot of the app and communicating its value to you that way. I think a lot of the times um, you, you use a mobile version of an existing product. It's hard to see the value of like, why wouldn't I just use my my laptop to do this job? Why would I use my mobile device? And so Lightroom is showing you very quickly um, how you can do all of the same things and, and different things, for example, in their mobile app. And then thirdly, it's, it's showing how it ties into um, the, the whole experience. So there, there's a, there's, it shows the uh, laptop, it shows the mobile device, it shows desktop, it shows, hey, the, the Lightroom experience transcends devices. You, you can uh, edit all your same photos no matter where you go. Um, you know, take your photography even further, that one there. And, and that's so cool. It just, um, it, it makes it all feel like it's an intentional experience. It's not just an afterthought. And, you know, Lightroom has a huge challenge. Um, anyone who's used an Adobe program before knows how feature rich they are, how complex they are. Imagine spending all that time developing all these features, all this just complicated uh, stuff that 80% of your users may never even touch. Um, just having the most powerful photo editing app in the game, but you can't onboard anyone to it. No one, no one cares. No one sees the value in that. Like imagine how much, how frustrating that would be to throw all that money at something and not 
have that adoption. And I think Lightroom just really nails um, nails product adoption here. Um, they 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 do they do an onboarding flow as good as I've ever seen it. Can't beat that. Can't beat it. Good. Doesn't there like I mean. The one thing I find different about like mobile experiences and onboarding versus kind of the SaaS is there's a lot less choose your own adventure in mobile. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, I don't know, Sam, if you think that's because the value is more streamlined, there's less different types of personas coming into an app. Um, you know, I'm curious what your thoughts are on like personalization with um, onboarding uh, for mobile. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good point. I think, you know, I've worked on mobile apps um, previous to, to now, and I know from experience that mobile often focuses on a more feature, limited feature set. There are some tasks that a lot of companies, particularly in the SaaS space, um, rightly realize are not ideal for a mobile on the go experience. They just can't really be pulled off on, on a mobile device with the form factor, with the technological limitations. So they do streamline the mobile experience quite a bit. Um, now, um, you know, in a, in a previous role, for example, I worked on a hand scanning app that was used at airports. It was for scanning baggage. So it connected with a larger ecosystem. Um, the, the web version of it could do everything the mobile version could do, uh, and it could do more. But the, the hand scanning app, which ran on a hand scanner, for example, it had a very limited uh, feature set. We could have really used some onboarding uh, in that app for sure, because it's there was a lot of complicated uh, stuff that it could still do. But yeah, very much tailored to a specific type of user, a specific use case, and um, not as feature rich as the web version, um, which, which can be fine if you're just trying to access information, uh, view something at a glance, um, you know, answer some basic questions that you might have on the go. Um, th that can be, that can be fine. So, so there is probably somewhat of a challenge in that though, that people will still defer to their, their desktop app and, and not necessarily realize the value that you tried to bake into your mobile app. That makes sense. Another really, I, I mean, to, to riff off Lila's point, I think uh, mobile users are probably more impatient. They're like, show me in two seconds versus us, right. like, oh, you know, it'll take some time, which is interesting to 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 both of your point. When I signed up for Lightroom, you know, they, they streamlined me into one thing uh, really, really quickly here where, you know, they, they asked me to give access to my camera and then pick a, pick a picture. And for people who are, are tuning in by podcast, I have pictures of my eight-week-year-old baby. <laughs> so I chose chose one, and they really highlighted for me to to select something. There was like the hotspot to select uh, to select exposure, uh, and they're showing okay. Here's what exposure does for people who don't know what exposure is, and it's very very visual. Like right away when I increased the exposure, everything went like very very white uh, as well. So. I think this goes back to to both of your point. Like they, Lightroom really streamlined me to do this one thing, which is exposure. Which my hunch would be, it's probably more uh, obvious when you increase exposure versus other different aspects. What are your both of your thoughts are, are around this for for Lightroom particularly? 
Yeah, this is this is really cool. I I loved this feature as well. I've never seen onboarding that holds your hand, but also makes also puts the power back in your hand. Um, it it really toes that line super well, um, because it, it's actually encouraging you to experiment with it. But it, it's bringing your focus in on the feature that it wants you to focus on. Um, so it, it's it's a wonderful mix of onboarding, but like you know, you're, you're learning on the fly. And a lot of, a lot of onboarding that you see is very much, here's what you do. I'm going to tell you, but this is, this is like showing you and teaching you as you play with the app. So it's, it's really, um, yeah, like I said, I've never seen anything quite like this. So I know we have a little feature, a little product, a little new product line called AppQs Mobile coming out. Um, what are like why would someone use what we have to what we've created here to create like an experience like could they create something like that lightroom experience um with you know the app cues for apps i'm not gonna say that again because my product <laughs> manager will kill me but <laughs> yeah she would not be thrilled to hear that um yeah so so that experience that we were gushing over earlier um of how Lightroom shows you what you could create. Um, it shows you how it's, it's a little different from the web, but also how it ties into the cohesive experience. AppQs Mobile 100% can, can help you nail that first impression for your users. Um, a lot of our uh, defaults are actually set up in a very similar format to what Lightroom has there. Um, you can create that kind of carousel that users can swipe through. Um, they could skip it if they really want to. Um, but this is a very visual way of showing off your app's capabilities and communicating that that value and hopefully getting them to that aha moment that we often talk about um, very quickly. So this is this right here, everything here, you could create this in in AppQs. Um, I'm very proud to say that our mobile team has done an awesome job at building this. Um, and we've got we've got lots more coming down the pipe. But um, so we, in our mobile builder, we've got the, the full screen modal pattern type. The full screen modal pattern type is really great for these onboarding experiences because it pulls users' at attention just to what you're showing them in this experience. And you'll notice how Adobe allocates um, about two thirds of the screen to that image. Um, and then it'll, it's only, it's a very small amount that's focused on text. Uh, users don't even really need to read the text to understand what's going on. Uh, so so I could, this could be in another language and I would still understand what Adobe is trying to communicate here to me. Uh, create amazing photos. You know, you, use uh, use this alongside your desktop app. Uh, have everything, everything with you on the go. Like that value just is communicated so brilliantly. And um, so, yeah, with AppQs Mobile, that's exactly the kind of power we're trying to put in our customers' pockets. How about other stuff? Like um, you, you're talking about other patterns. Uh, is that coming down the line, like hotspots uh, and and things like that, for for mobile particularly? Um, I can't I can't speak to exact timelines, but I know that is something that a lot of customers have expressed interest in, and so we are definitely researching how exactly we're going to pull it off. We want it. We want the experience of creating a hotspot to be. Um, as effortless as, as it can possibly be. So uh, stay tuned for sure. Um, but we, yeah, no, nothing to announce at the moment, but uh, it is definitely on our minds. So uh, very, yeah, very excited about what we've got next. 
Other pattern types that we do have coming out though that I can tell you about is uh, surveys. So you are going to be able to uh, eventually put a uh, little short answer or multiple choice questions into your modals as well if you want to prompt users uh, to, to give you some feedback. Um, we're also we're also looking at the possibility of embedding content um, into into uh, our app. So uh, very yeah, some exciting stuff coming from AppUse Mobile. We really want to help users leverage the full possibility of of what's out there for for onboarding because you know, like I said, that number is scary. Uh, so that seventy five percent of users mm. don't don't use an app ever again after the first day, and we want to help you drive that number down. And when you say embedding content like video, GIFs, I, I thought I saw yeah, you so, do create a video that you can use uh, GIFs and upload that in. Yeah, so already you can put uh, images, uh, images, GIFs, um, and, and uh, videos into your mobiles. So if you wanted to, for example, um, pop up you know, a tutorial video that you worked hard on, you could easily put that into one of your modals as it is today. Um, in terms of embedding content, that's that's more along the lines of uh, if you wanted to have a special spot in your app that you allocated for, um, you know, a, an advertisement or a banner or some kind of notification. Um, we're we're looking at the possibility of of letting users just put that in from our mobile builder as well. And for people who are uh, interested, we do have a YouTube video where you know Sam walks through. Uh, how to create those patterns really easily uh, so people can check that out. You should have the links in the show notes. Uh, that's from Sam, future YouTuber and <laughs> senior product designer at <laughs> Future YouTuber. Well, I think after this goes out on YouTube, I will be a certified YouTuber. <laughs> Certifiable YouTuber. So, <sighs> Sam, where can people find out more about some stuff you've done if you've dabbled in photography or should they just hit you up on LinkedIn? How can they find you? Well, you can hit me up on LinkedIn. Um, if you're in the the on if you're in Ontario, you could hire my wife to come photograph your wedding. Um, <laughs> okay, perfect. Double yeah. plug. <laughs> That's Ontario, Canada, not Ontario, California. Yeah, Ontario, Canada. If you couldn't tell from the accent. <laughs> and uh, as well as AppKeys Mobile, like where, where can people find out more about about that? Yeah, we're, we're going to be sharing, I'm sure, a lot on, on our LinkedIn and socials pretty soon. But um, it is on our website. I'm sure it'll be attached to the social media post. We'll be in the description, too. To give all of the links, every link you could possibly want in this world. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Sam. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. This was a lot of fun. And I'm excited to see what everyone builds with AppUse Mobile. Same. Same, time to learn. <laughs> <laughs>